What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you amazing human beings that tune in each and every single week. Uh, Creators, artists, entrepreneurs, executives, producers, innovators, disruptors, all of you guys that are just, you know, passionate, the passionate driven people out there that you believe in doing things a different way, or at least you've contemplated it quite often. Uh, and maybe you're misunderstood, as I always say. Maybe the world population doesn't necessarily get you. The general population doesn't get you. Um, look, visionaries, that's what happens. Um, you're not always going to be understood. Now, I understand you. We get you. My guests get you. All of us get you. But, you know, um, the world sometimes is not always keen or kind to the visionaries, to the, the, the outliers, right? Um, and that's perfectly fine. That's not their journey. It's your journey. So I welcome each and every one of you guys here and, and guys and gals and uh, just really, really appreciate all of you. Um, for my day one subscribers, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, and it's been an amazing journey so far. And we're really just still getting started. To all of our newer followers and subscribers, welcome. I'm really grateful to have you here. Um, as you already can gather, we're a different kind of podcast and having different kinds of conversations. And on top of that, um, uh, first of all, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Matt Gottesman, and you can connect with me on Instagram at Matt Gottesman, M-A-T-T-G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N. And uh, also, if you want to get in the conversation at the intersection of creativity, culture, and entrepreneurship, uh, at HDF Magazine, H is in Henry, D is in Dog, F is in Frank, HDF Magazine. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of really great conversations over there, uh, and that's where it really all started. And for further context, I, you know, started this podcast a long time ago, um, to have a different kind of conversation about success. I feel it's very arbitrary and, um, meaning it should be defined by you. And if we don't define what success is for ourselves, media and other outlets and other people will do it for us. So it's imperative that you really have a very keen understanding of yourself and getting to know yourself so you can define what success looks like for you. And it's my job and of service that I talk about some of these things that help along the way, whether by myself or with amazing guests from around the world who are learning along the way, no matter what they did and where they're at in their journey, they're still sharing the aspects of their growth, right? So without further ado, we're going to jump into this week's episode, another solo one. A lot of you guys have been asking for it. And so I wanted to talk to you about not compromising yourself, your values, or your intuition. It's a big one. Um, it's a very, very big topic. And so I'm just going to flow here for a little bit, but I do have some notes in front of me so I can also stay focused. Now, um, when I say not compromise yourself, your values or your intuition, this came to my mind because of the concept of thinking about anxiety, anxiousness. And I, over the last few years especially, have really uh, tried to better understand any emotion or feeling the moment it's happening 
to better, you know, for self-mastery, for, for practice and understand where does the emotion come from or what am I actually really feeling and why versus, you know, just allowing the emotion to control us. It doesn't do any good. It does no good if like we just act out of pure emotion versus kind of grounding and leaning into it and try to understand it. Now, people have one of two options. People can either act completely out of the emotion or run from it. And neither of those serve you. So the idea is to better understand them so you can see how they may be affecting your choices or the way you move, right? And especially your intuition, which is your guiding force, it's your soul. Your intuition knows what's up and it knows indefinitely. And the hardest part about listening to your intuition is it may not be the thing that you want right now. It may not be the, you know, the shortcut. It may not be the quick fix. And it also may um, give you the answer of something that's in front of you that you don't want that answer, right? You may be in a relationship you shouldn't be in. You may be in a job that you shouldn't be in. You may have a client you shouldn't have. I don't like to use the word shoulds, but you know, you get the point. So um, the intuition knows what's up. Intuition is probably like, yeah, fire the client or yeah, you know, leave the job and go here. You'll be fine. For you to be able to really, truly follow in your intuition, you have to have a very strong relationship with yourself. You hear the gurus talk about this all the time. You hear all kinds of people talk about it. But like, I feel like sometimes they, they make it sound so easy. I feel like after you do the work, it starts to become easier. Of course, the quote is, we don't, things don't get easier, that we just get better, right? That's what's really happening. Um, and so to that point, I think it's just establishing a relationship with ourselves and growing through that through practice, okay? Now, the reason I want to talk about compromising, how not to compromise yourself, your values, or your intuition is because of just based on my own experiences on my journey, here are some problems that I feel like happen to any individual at any given time. And please nod as you're listening to this if this, if this is you. Do you do things you don't feel are right intuitively for yourself? Are you around environments that don't promote your health, wealth, light, love, expansion, skill sets, capabilities, talents, or anything else that is innately good for you? Do you experience anxiety every now and then and you're not sure where it comes from? Do you deal with worthiness issues? Are you having issues with your creativity? Are you having issues with time and not making time for yourself? Are you putting lesser prioritized people and things ahead of you? And do you feel all over the place? And that's just an initial list of problems I wanted to basically put out there. Uh, are you nodding to any of these? <laughs> By the way, I've dealt with all of them. And they can still creep in, right? So let me, let me also relate to you guys and the fact that nobody is perfect. Get that out of your head. And no matter how much you glorify and glamorize any of these people online or in the media or anywhere in the world, they still deal with things. In fact, a lot of times they actually didn't even maybe deal with some of these things. They just got known for their skill sets. And that's just now they're, they're having to deal with shit in front of the public eye. But this is, nor this, is, this is, yeah, in a lot of ways, this is normal for a lot of people. Most people, all people. You're not alone. Um, I have many times throughout my journey, um, done things that it's not that they didn't feel right. It's just that like, I kind of knew that, um, you know, they were helpful to where I was heading because they were going to teach me something, 
but I knew like if I was, um, you know, still, I remember when I had a, one of my biggest consulting gigs, uh, years ago, eight, nine years ago, it wasn't healthy. I was overworked. I was, I was not healthy. It was affecting my personal life and I would have stayed no matter what. Um, because it's just like, I couldn't let go, you know, um, whether it be because of the purpose, the title I had. And, you know, even though as a, as a consultant, like just, you know, all the things, the money, everything. Right. And sooner or later, the universe uh, dealt with it for me. Um, or, you know, if you're around environments that don't promote your health, wealth, light, love, expansion, you know, uh, your skill sets, all these things, you can begin to doubt yourself. I have many times when I wasn't around those environments. And then also we have to be careful not to isolate ourselves because we have to do, we do have to put ourselves in other environments that do help us grow, right? Because we can't do it alone. No man or woman is an island as the expression goes. And anxiety every now and then, and if you're not sure where it comes from, you know, there's the metaphysics side and the, and the science side, you know, and like Dr. Joe Dispenza would talk a lot about this, that a lot of times it just comes from the body programming that has already been instilled in you, not like from birth, I just mean like just the over time, your habits and things that you've been focusing on, um, your thoughts and emotions and feelings. And so sometimes anxiety in your body is catching up to you and you don't even know how long back it could have been programmed. And if you try to go outside of your program, like you try to disrupt your patterns and your habits and try to do new ones, the body doesn't know what to do. So it can freak out there too, right? So I, I get you guys, like I've dealt with all of these things and you know, the body's a fascinating place. The, the mind is a fascinating concept. Um, and you know, our soul is our guiding force. It's our intuition. Why do you have a feeling you just know? And we've seen this, like, oh, I'm going to do this. Why? I don't know. It just feels right. What do you mean it just feels right? You know, what if it fails? What if it this? What if it that? You know, people just, man, they can really fuck with you. They can really, really, really mess with you. It's not that they're trying to on purpose. Well, for the most part, um, they're just giving you from the place of perception they're playing from. And you wanting to operate solely on a feeling questions their ability to operate solely on a feeling where they'd rather much do something that is more set in stone um, because it's a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a, it's a blueprint that everybody else does. <laughs> but if we understand how the soul works, the soul is here to do something completely individualized for that person. So um, I wanted to basically let you guys know that I've dealt with all of these different issues, all of these different problems. And I, you know, for the sake of time, because I don't want this to be some crazy long episode. I want to talk about how we solve for some of these things. All right. But I just, I wanted to relate to you. I've dealt with worthiness issues. Oh man. Like long ago. And even, even every now and then they can pop. Well, not as much anymore because I, I've really grounded in having a, a relationship with myself. It's not to say that you, somebody can't say something that comes out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden it hits you up and you're like, man, I thought I dealt with that. There's layers. There's layers to yourself, right? So, um, and, uh, you know, issues with creativity, being spread too thin happens all the time. Anytime I start to notice that I get spread too thin um, in terms of the, the tasks and my priorities and where my energy is going, and I'm not on the ball with the things that make the most sense to me naturally, I feel that. I get anxious inside. I absolutely get anxious inside. Um, and so that's also a sign that I'm not making enough time for myself. I'm putting lesser prioritized things ahead of myself, maybe at times. Um, and I could even feel all over the place. Right. And so 
why this topic came up for me is because I was meditating the other day and I thought about this. And here's my theory about anxiety, at least one form of it. I believe that in theory that what I have come to notice from documenting my emotions or my feelings in any given moment and just checking in with myself, that anxiety for me at times isn't anxiety, it's compromise. And what I mean by that is that at any given point in time, am I compromising myself or my values or my intuition? And am I engaging in a set of experiences or places or people that um, do not serve me in accordance with what I, where I ought to be or where I ought to be doing, right? So that compromise of my intuition makes me feel nervous, like I should be doing something else. I wanna be doing something else. Why am I here? Why am I this? You know, all these things. Sometimes we do it on autopilot. I don't do it on autopilot. It's been years since then. So now more so, this is why I came to this theory. I'm like, oh, wow. Because am I having this conversation that isn't, that's, that's not really relevant for my time or serving me best? Is it taking away from what I, I could be doing with my creativity or my business or some other aspect of my time? And by the way, this could also mean like the time you spend with a loved one or your family or um, your hobbies or your exercise, all of these different things. And then we can end up in a loop of anxiousness and I believe it's because we're compromising what we ought to be doing because we know instinctively what we ought to be doing that's best for us at any given moment, right? So how do we solve for this? Let's get to that part, okay? And I wanted to, I want, and why I wanted to share this with you is because I wanted you to know that you're not alone at all, ever. Anybody, everybody can feel like this, whether they are voicing it or not. They, they may not even know that this is what's going on. And, you know, it may be described differently according to their perception. So I wanted to share this with you because these are different things that I do that have been helping me over the years and I continue to do and practice. And maybe they'll help you as well. I'm hoping that they do. So we're going to just talk about several ways to resolve this idea of are you compromising yourself, your values, or your intuition at any given point? And if so, is that maybe what's causing anxiety or anxiousness inside of you. That's how I want to have this conversation. So how do we solve for this? Well, the very first thing that I would say to you, and I've mentioned this before in a multitude of different ways, and uh, is something that just, it just stood out for me when I heard Bruce Lee talk in a very old interview um, about checking in with yourself the moment, um, quote unquote, an attack comes in verbally. He was talking about in martial arts, both the martial arts world from a physical sense and then, and then uh, verbally and how that might make you feel like, you know, on an emotional level, right? So I like the idea of checking myself and then document your feelings in any given situation. I'm not saying necessarily pull out a pen and paper, although that can easily help, but maybe your phone, like while you're maybe, are you, are you in a meeting? Are you uh, at a, um, you know, and I know that that can be hard. That's why I bring a notebook, right? They may just be like, oh, I'm just taking notes. But like document how you're feeling in any given situation, a meeting, um, whether with a person or in business or um, maybe in a um, a conversation with a loved one, whatever it might be, just document it. And I'm not saying do it for like ever. I'm just saying that maybe just do it for a week or start with a day. What's happening when like, what are you feeling when, you know, uh, you're in a conversation that maybe doesn't, it's lowering your vibration. 
What does that even mean? Well, I mean, like you're, you're not feeling as motivated or you're maybe you're feeling, uh, maybe you're doubting yourself. Like document this stuff, just document it. Like, oh, um, I'm feeling this, 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 and this. Not even sure where that came from or why that's even coming up. Interesting, why am I feeling that? Is that me? Is that this other person? Um, if it is me, why is that coming out now in this conversation? Where does that even maybe come from? Um, you know, and so writing in that form of like that journaling is very, very, very helpful. Again, I'm not saying do this for like months and months and months. Do it if you want. I'm saying maybe do it like for a, a day, three days, five days, seven days, like just document it for a week. In any given situation, just have a book with you and just start writing. And if anybody asks, like, oh, I'm just taking some some notes. Uh, I'm I'm doing a, a great exercise where I'm just um, you know being becoming very present. You know that way I don't think it's really about them because <laughs> it may also it may include being about them at any given time. But just say I'm I'm doing an exercise and being very present and I'm just documenting some things and this is really great information. Like oh okay great. So documenting your feelings in any given situation will allow you to understand how to check in with yourself and what is going on. Is it at your level? Is it at the energy of the other person or a place that you're interacting with level? Is it sparking up something that maybe you just never really been aware of? And now suddenly you're bringing awareness to it, which by the way, can also bring a little anxiety like, oh shit, like how long have I been doing that for? And like, oh man, like, so also make sure to show yourself grace in that process. You're just doing it to figure out how you're feeling, okay? The next thing I would say to solve for compromising yourself, uh, your values or your intuition is ask yourself if you're doing what you ought to be doing is aligned with what you're actually doing in any given time. I'm gonna repeat that. Ask yourself if you're doing what you ought to be doing is aligned with what you are actually doing in any given time. If no, again, have your journal with you. <laughs> if no, what would you be doing Otherwise, pull out the book again and then start writing and just, you know, just say, oh, I'm just taking notes on our conversation. You know, I'm like, I'm taking notes on, you know, um, some really great ideas or something like that. If no, what would you be doing otherwise? Right. So this allows you to see the lens through how would you be spending your time and channeling your intuition into actual physicality on your notebook of like, oh, I would actually be doing this instead. I would be spending my time over here. See, now you're getting your answers from within much faster. If yes, then benchmark why that type of task, uh, person, set of people or environments is what you ought to be, is what you ought to be doing. Same with what you're actually doing. Like if it's a yes, that's beautiful. Like benchmark that, right? So now you can actually write, hey, um, for some reason, doing these tasks or in this, this environment or, or sitting with these people, this is what I'm feeling right now. This is feeling really good or this is what we're talking about. Because now that is a benchmark for what invigorates and helps you and motivates you and sets you um, further on your path versus depletes you. And so now you can use that benchmark when you're in other situations where if it's a no, you can say, because I didn't feel like what I did when I was with these people over here or this situation over here. See, this is where your answers come from. We all want answers externally. I'm telling you they're internal. Your answers are all internal. Now, external stuff is great for validation. That's definitely true. But, you know, you can't always rely on waiting for the right validation because if somebody says the wrong thing, you get triggered. If somebody says the right thing, that validates you. But you have to learn to become self-reliant on your decision making, right? All right. The third thing I would say is create a values list. I've talked about this before, but it's very, very important. 
a values list will help you think through the most important aspects of living your life. You really want to live your best life? What are your values? Why is this important? Because the moment you are in front of situations that don't align with them, you know how to exit or you will exit or you should consider exiting. Knowing your values is a way of checking and write those down is a way to be able to check in at any given point in time and be like, you know what, this conversation with this person doesn't align with my values. You know what, this environment doesn't align with my values. Don't care what other people think if they're like, if you like need to leave a little earlier or if you want to, you know, maybe quit that work environment because it doesn't serve you. Don't care what other people think, which I'm going to get into here in a minute. <laughs> so the values list, in fact, doing these things and documenting help you. And I'll tell you why. When people question you, be like, oh, um, sorry, they're not aligned with my values. Do you have a values list? Uh, no, uh, no, I don't like, oh, you should really consider maybe, maybe making one that really helps. So yeah, I have a values list and you know, um, uh, I've noticed that on this values list, this is a very important thing to me. And uh, I try to always abide by that. Who's going to refute that? Who was somebody gonna be like, you have a values list? Like, yeah, yeah. It's actually a really great way to stay aligned and uh, present and make sure that I'm always in uh, environments that don't uh, compromise that. So if anybody ever like messes with you and says like, oh, you quit your job, you know, like, yeah, actually the environment was very toxic, depleting this, 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 and this. And on my values list, I believe in this, this, and this. Set yourself up so that way the naysayers and the emotional people and all the, 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 the attacks and all that stuff, you have an answer for them. Like, oh yeah, I have a values list and it wasn't aligned with my value and this value was this. Do you have a values list? And then we'll be like, well, I mean, I, I know, I, I know what they are like up in my head. I'm like, oh, cool. Do, do you stay aligned with them all the time? I'd, be, I'd love to know more. Put it back on them. Anybody that tries to press you, put it back on them. They're pressing you because they don't understand because they're not doing it. And then this will also allow you to not feel bad when people press you. All right. So the next thing is. Oh, sorry, I actually made this. Yeah, create a values list and then check in to see if you're operating with the values list. And I said, if no, what or whom is compromising that? If yes, how can you add more of that and benchmark to that environment, task, or person again, right? So if it's yes and you're in an environment that is actually in alignment with your values, benchmark it. Benchmark it like you would, you know, working out. Benchmark it like you would with your, you know, with your money or your budgets and things like that. And if you don't do those things, start doing it for those things as well. Um, benchmark it because there's something there. If they're aligned with your values, it can lead to more abundance. And if that doesn't entice you right there, I don't know what will. Then the next thing is if worthiness, if it's worthiness issues, we need to identify two critical components. Okay. And this is how we can solve for this. So first, are you looking for validation from the external world? That could potentially be a worthiness issue. Uh, validation from the external world, um, your title helps serve that. Um, here's my title. Uh, here I, I got, you know, um, I've got all these wards. Um, this is how much money I make. This is, uh, you know, um, the cars I drive this is the lifestyle. You can have this too, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, who, you know, I, you know, or making a decision, you, you need them to, to validate, you know, what you already know. Um, so that's, that's look for that as, um, Critical component number one and the critical component number two is are you triggered up internally from something from long ago and you're in doubt? So um, anytime you notice yourself doubting It can be a good thing because you can check in with yourself and be like am I doubting because I'm going against what I know I, sh I ought to be doing or am I doubting because 
oh, there's an issue here and I have never dealt with it before. Um, and it's keeping me from following through on what's abundantly right in front of me that's going to actually help me move forward in what I've always wanted. So worthiness issues, um, it's great to basically identify, are you looking for validation from the external world and why? Um, and then are you triggered up internally from something from long ago and you're in doubt? And then using that doubt to identify whether or not it's because you're not in alignment with um, your intuition or the universe is trying to deliver you a gift, but you may not have delivered, you may not have um, thought through why the emotion is blocking you. There, it can come from an emotion and then it's blocking you. And so you can't move forward with the gift that's being presented with you. So, so doubt has its signals. Look at that. And then the next thing is, is your creativity out of alignment because you intuitively know what you ought to be doing, but you keep being, but you're keeping yourself occupied by other things, i.e. are you stalling? Are you putting other things first because you don't know the entry point for your own things that you want to be doing right now? And are you overwhelmed in how you're going to do it all? I find those three categories, by the way, I relate to all of this, all of this. The stalling, not so much. That was years ago. Um, but the putting other things first because you don't know the entry point for your own things you want to be doing. Um, I like in more recent times, there's some really cool new things that I'm diving into now. I understand the logistics, but at the same time, the only real way to know is you got to dive into it. So I had been kept busy from some other things and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, and I'm going to get into how you solve for this here in a minute. But I noticed like, oh, wow, like, you know, I'm not prioritizing enough for what I ought to be doing right now in these areas. And then I was feeling a little overwhelmed and how you're going to do it all because, you know, look, um, we want to do it all, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm going to get to that here in a minute because um, we're excited by the endless possibilities of the things that resonate with us. We want to be doing all of these great things, right? So um, what I suggest is if you're stalling, ask yourself why. Are you waiting for the right time? Are you waiting for the right information? Are you waiting for all that other stuff? What, why are you stalling? And in, in any case, you're going to have to stop. Um, and meaning like the way you break it is just for today, write down three things um, within the thing that would keep you from stalling. So it's like, let's say you want to um, get into podcasting. All right. And you don't know how. All right. Today's three tasks are, um, you know, how do I host a podcast? Um, what equipment do I need? And, um, you know, what type of themes or topics do I want to talk about? Cool. Well, now you, you're taking yourself out of stalling and you're actually putting yourself into action. So that's really helpful. If you're putting other things first because you don't know where the entry point is for your own things that you want to be doing, start looking at um, what are the other things. Uh, so what are the things that you're um, putting first so you can actually maneuver them around? And then for the things that you, um, uh, because you don't know the entry point. So kind of similar to the stalling because they're very aligned with each other. Maybe like look at like, hey, where should I begin? Today's task is like looking at what should I begin? Let me make myself a checklist of the things that would allow me to um, to do next in a series of steps that will help me start moving in, in favor of what I want to be doing. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by how you're, uh, how you're going to do it all, again, um, in this particular case, I would say take a step back and look at how you are delegating your time throughout the day. And where can you maybe work in at least one day a week where two to three hours are dedicated to that very specific thing that you then put it on your calendar and that is basically what you hold yourself. Just two to three hours for the, on one day um, you know, per week to start. And 
that'll help you start to maybe plan out a little bit more um, of uh, like moving in that direction, right? And this all also kind of leads to the whole, if the overwhelm a lot of times is you're feeling all over the place comes from the overwhelm of wanting to do it all, be it all and create it all, right? We're living in a very hyper-aware society that is also dominated by social media. I would suggest pulling a little bit back from social, restructuring your feed. And what I mean by restructuring your feed, only follow the things that inspire you, mute other things, or stop following things that don't. It's not anything new that I am sharing and everybody else has shared. But the reason being is what you're trying to do is you're trying to decrease the number of inputs that are coming in that are crowding you see the thing with social media is we can look at like let's say there's three different things you want to be doing and you see three different people in those three different things all crushing it you start to get a sense of anxiety from not doing it or being where they're at and so i suggest maybe you know use them maybe as benchmarks for like oh that's really cool i like what they've done with their brand and how they're doing it and then maybe shut it down a little bit and then you start to just kind of move in that direction. I have to do this at every stage, at every phase I'm in. You know, there's some new things I want to do. I got some great information over the last couple months. I'm now ready to start moving in them. Now I'm, st I'm, I'm trying to be very careful. I want to stay close to the conversations because there's a lot of movement in a very brand new area, which you guys will learn about when I let you know through that launch. But um, interestingly enough, it start, I've now hit a critical mass point where I'm like, you know what? I'm now nervous I'm not moving fast enough in those things. So I'm now pulling back on the level of conversations and I'm now putting all the pieces in the play of what I need to make it happen. I've made a list of everything out. I started um, you know, reserving the assets. I started talking to the resources I need to make it happen. And I'm in the next phase. And so I want you to be very, very careful. It's great to get in the conversation. Just be careful the conversation doesn't stop you from getting into the market. All right? So my suggestion on that is, Get the information you need in the first month or two of observation and then maybe pull out of the conversation a little bit so you can just start getting into creativity mode, which I talked about up above. And that's it, guys. Like all of these things, I believe, because I'm at the, what, the 30 minute mark or so, all of these things, <laughs> so much for short, short, but at least it's, it's, you know, not as long as the 45 minute one that I just did. But, you know, all of these things, I believe um, at, the, at our core, our intuition is our guiding force. It knows what we want to be doing. It knows what we ought to be doing. A lot of times we just compromise it for any set of other circumstances, disruptions, um, you know, old habits, uh, people, places, environments that don't serve us, all kinds of things. All I'm saying is understand the compromise. Give yourself grace. Look into the emotions and feelings that are happening. Document them, you know, in a very peaceful, loving way. Don't get upset at them because you're just trying to get to know them. And then as you get to know them, make your pivots and changes. They'll be very uh, subtle, but you'll start to see drastic changes very quickly. So will everybody else. That's a different level, man of, level of management as you change. We'll do that on a different podcast. How do you manage your, your personal growth so that way as you do level up, you know, the new distractions and disruptions you hadn't anticipated come up. And we'll do that on another episode. But I hope you guys found this very, very, very helpful. So again, it's you know the problems uh, that we all face and that help that that sometimes cause compromising ourselves, our values, our intuition, and then how do we solve for them? And I hope you, you guys found this very helpful. Um, and also, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Uh, listen, I know it, it, we're already doing a million different things, but if you could go ahead and leave a rating and review, if I start rating and review on uh, Apple, it really helps with the expansion of the show. 
Um, I know you guys are busy and it really means so much to me and I'm honored by all the ratings and reviews that continuously come in. Uh, please also feel free to reach out, DM me if you found this helpful or you want me to expand on another topic, I'd more than be ha more than happy to do so. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you guys and um, you know, if there's anything else that you want to know, uh, listen, you're going to know it's a very revolving door. I'm happy to have that conversation with you guys. And I will talk to you in a little bit. For myself, Matt Gossman, for the Hustle Sold Separately, we are out.